épisode. Damn it, Chloe! <laughs> We're running out of time! Oh my god! We're running out of time! <laughs> I need the downloads! I'll, I'll get them to you right away! Don't, Jack. <laughs> Not very good, Chloe. I'm sorry, I didn't really watch the show, so... Like a, like a hacker. Oh, Hacker okay. lady. Alright. Uh, we are out of time. We don't have any time. We gotta do this. No. Yep. We'll do the show in one hour. It's live. Yeah. Here we are. Uh, this with is no gonna be interesting. Yes. To the crowds. Yeah. Of adoring followers. So yeah, we're going live. We got a lot to talk about. It's gonna be uh, one hour, and I need you to say something. Introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Mikan Hana. Okay, Mikan Hana could get a little closer to her mic, but oh. maybe I'll just bump her up. All a little right, bit. I, I'll get closer. That's perfect. Okay. Now I'm gonna take my monitor out. Okay. And we're good to go. All right. And I can't even hear if we do something like. <laughs> Like a sound effect or something like that. <laughs> uh, but I'm just going to assume that they work. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. We're the Just Enough Tour podcast. I'm your host, Calvin. I'm joined by my co-host. Is it too fast? Hi, I'm Mikan Hana. <laughs> yeah, it's too fast. All right, we can go a little slower than that. But yeah, we're trying to get this in uh, economically and just get all this stuff that we're here to talk about. Uh, introducing many of these concepts for the very first time, like celebrity deaths. Yeah. Oh. we got this new feature where we're going to, yeah, well, we got a couple things to talk about yeah. uh, from that regard. Uh, we've also got a review of the DS9 documentary called yeah. What We Love. Left behind. behind. Yep. We're gonna talk a little bit about what we are into right now. Uh, a little checkup. Mm-hmm. What are you What are you reading? What are you looking at? That sort of thing. Also, we're gonna be talking about um, the boy, the last episode of GOT. Yeah. That's Game of Thrones. Yeah. For you pros out there, uh, the finale is on tonight. Uh, right. We're talking about last week's episode, and yeah, in order to prolong five. the magic, yeah, or lack thereof. I mean, I guess things spontaneously combust that's like the extent of the extent of the magic yeah yeah i guess I dragons so. themselves are magic this no is true. there was a shadow murder baby that killed somebody yeah uh but anyway yeah we'll be talking about uh the finale next week and mm-hmm. after all the dust or ash has settled about right. people's responses to stuff and then we'll get to our main theme oh we'll be looking at a couple trailers <laughs> clock's running i know it's still running i know you can hear it and uh and then also we have to get on to our feature which is we're talking about the romanian film four months three weeks and two days yes why um, because we are want to talk about uh, the recent abortion laws that have abortion. Been... <laughs> abortion would be hey. if Apple comes up with a device like the Newton or something that's not very successful, and they just get rid of it, just get it out of there. Abortion and then laws. Drop it down a garbage chute. We don't have time for this joke. Yes. No, we don't at all. You're right. <laughs> uh, we absolutely do not have time for this. Uh, so, yeah. So that's what we're talking about. How you doing? If we have time for that, I- I'm doing well, Cal. I'm ready to start talking about the show and. And all the things that we have to talk about. So. Yeah, this is a little experiment for us. Yes. Uh, just kind of try to blow through this stuff. Did I say the news? Uh, no, you don't think you did. Is there even time for news? I don't know if there is time for news, to be perfectly honest. I know we don't have time for a squirrel. No. Which Not is on what we call skis. the yeah. humorous last story that we usually do. Yeah. I would have to kill that squirrel. <laughs> and normally that would involve a gunshot sound effect, but we'll have to just set a panther on it. <laughs> world is going to be gone let's talk about the news all right in the world of the nerdy news yes. uh, w- what do i even have to say here uh avengers still kicking butt but john wick took it down i can't believe it blam <laughs> shot wow. in the face the avengers yeah i guess they stole the avengers dog moving on yeah who's it's that looking... rocket i don't know <laughs> 
Lockjaw? Actually, I'd like to see John Wick try and kill Lockjaw. That's not even going to happen. Uh, yeah, they're looking at around a $55 million debut for the third film, Parabellum. Wow. We are out of titles. Yeah. What the hell is Parabellum? A Parabellum? Yeah. It's... You always ask the questions that make this look like... No, we don't have time. Beep, beep, beep. I don't know, but it's a it's going to get shot in its face. Okay. I'll tell you that much. Right. <laughs> Any... Love for the John Wick series? I have not seen any of the films. I, I just vaguely There's know what nothing. it's about. So, uh, no, not do. really a comment here. So Never at all. There's yeah. nothing we can do. No. Uh, me either. I have seen the first one. And mm-hmm. here goes all the turnoffs. Uh, I didn't like it. Yeah. And I, so I thought, I, why would I watch the next two? Right. Exactly. But maybe it's one of those things that gets better. <laughs> maybe. As it goes. I don't know. But I just thought, like, an assassin who just absolutely cannot be stopped by anything is not challenged by much. And the main bad guy is Reek from Game of Thrones. Oh, great. So <laughs> I was not too attracted to that. No. Uh, in no particular order because the clock, man, the clock, it's yep. always running. It's almost like you can just hear it running. But it uh, looks like, uh, remember Sir Barristan Selmy from the Game of the Thrones? No. I don't. He's the greatest swordsman in all of Westeros. Okay. Uh, even all better right. than Jamie Lannister. Okay. The actor behind him, no time to look up his name, said that George Martin is sitting on the two unfinished books. They're already done. He's just waiting for the show to come out. Books six and seven. I, I find that hard to believe. And so did George Martin that somebody would say that because George <laughs> Martin immediately came out in an interview and said, no, I'm not even done with number six. Uh, right. So it's like good own. But also a self-own? Yeah. Yeah. Because isn't the whole thing like, get these books done! Yes. We're running out of time! Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, why would he just sit on them? He wants money. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, he would just get more money, so... He's got a lot of other stuff going on, too. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, it's, uh, that's too bad. Uh, we'll see if those books ever come out, ever. Uh, looks like, you know, we're talking about Game of Thrones, which we will do later, but, of course, the show is wrapping up Mm -hmm. this week, tonight. Yes. And the creators are going on to their Star Wars work. I know. Star Wars slash Disney has announced that the Star Wars movies will be coming out in... 2022, 2024, 2026. That is the new pace for, you know, saga films. Now, if that's side stuff, if they're going to do Rogue Two or whatever, we don't know. But we know that the message has been received. Too much Star Wars. They're pulling back. And now these idiots that ruined Game of Thrones are going to ruin some Star Wars for I, us. I can't wait till they ruin in some female characters on Star Wars. Oh, there won't be any female characters. Well, there might be one. Uh, by the name of Bastila Shan, because it looks like the rumors are that Knights of the Old Republic will be the subject for their trilogy series. Okay. Now, there's a deep, deep lore for at least two games uh, for Knights of the Old Republic. There's lots and lots of comic books, uh, a lot of them written by John Jackson Miller, former guest on the show. And so I'm hoping that they can, well, I mean, they took a lot of books. Yeah, they did. Existed and kind yeah. of ruined them. So yeah, exactly. Not having an ending is uh, not these guys' smart no or strong point. No, they need an ending. They need something that they can work towards. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what would you like to see from D and D Star Wars? I don't know. Something that doesn't like let me down at the end. <laughs> um, like like Ewoks. Y- yeah. <laughs> like no right well the no was like that was really bad that Star was Wars like laughable. ending doesn't seem to be the strong point for no that either well like 
when Darth Vader does his no, it's just comical. Like, I remember laughing in the theater. That is not supposed to be a laughable moment. So let's not do that. Yubnub versus no. Go. I, I would take Ewoks every day. Yubnub? Okay. Yeah. Every day. Me too. So. Uh, speaking of Disney, it looks like Disney has assumed, assuming control, direct control of Hulu in a deal with Comcast. I heard about Comcast this. will essentially, um, they retain some of their share. Okay. But they are essentially giving up creative control as well, or programming control as well. I don't I understand why they did this. I really don't. Money. I, Disney gave them money? Yeah. Disney's giving everybody money. Yeah. Now, now Disney has a couple of platforms. They have Hulu and they have Disney+. Plus. Now so. they have a adult A more platform. adult platform. Oh. Yes. Exactly. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I hate to see that we predicted this, but we predicted this. Yeah, I suppose ago. we did. This will probably become the outlet for their quote-unquote adult-themed right. sort of things. They've already kind of done that uh, with their like PG-13 stuff mm -hmm. on Hulu. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, Good stuff, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Don't you feel like Mandalorian is supposed to be PG-13, but that's going to be on Disney Plus? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't think that any Star Wars has aspired to PG-13. I know that um, Force Awakens? Mm -hmm. was, yeah, all the new modern Star Wars movies have essentially been PG-13, but it's, right. you know, it's just more blow-ups and right. decapitations. More violence. But it's, yeah, yeah. But it's still kid-friendly. Yeah. So, yeah, I would, I would hope that The Mandalorian would Be strive for uh, something a little more adult. Yeah. But uh, well, it's too much. It's too much Star Trek. We got to keep going. We got to keep going. Okay. All right. Star uh, Wars, not Star Trek. Yeah. Well, we're getting to that. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the first of our celebrity deaths <laughs> to oh, talk no. about. Uh, unfortunately, uh, funny man Tim Conway has passed I heard away. About this. Um, yes. And if I don't know, would you want to be called funny man? So, so I, you know I people guess. Are doing I mean, it. that's what he was known for. So <laughs> yeah, he was no, on no, the Carol Burnett show absolutely. for years. But like. I don't know if I ever become famous for being funny and then I die. Um, I don't know if I want people to say, funny man, Caliban was found dead uh, on a swing set. Stop. Uh, he died at the age of 85. Of course, he's been in many, 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 many funny movies. Mm -hmm. um, not recently necessarily, but had a real hot time in the 70s and 80s. Yes. And a lot of good stuff. But of course, he was a, um, um, what's the word? Hmm. Not companion, but somebody who worked uh, with Carol Burnett quite yes. a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Harvey Corman, of course, who has preceded uh, yes. him uh, into the great beyond. But, yeah, uh, he will be missed. It's sad. Yes. It Hadn't heard sad. from him for a while. Yeah. Good memories. Yes, definitely. He had done, uh, <laughs> let's, let's leave Dorf out of this, but I didn't know that he had done uh, some voices on uh, SpongeBob. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. But, I mean, at this point, SpongeBob is 20 years old. Yeah, you're right. It's like super old. I know. So. Well, and the creator of that passed away not that long ago either. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, happy stuff. Yeah. So, um, yes. Dying is easy. Comedy's hard. Oh, my gosh. That's what they say. Uh, looking at the comic side of Marvel's business, uh, I don't know if you know about this. We haven't talked about the X Men in a while, but Marvel is going to cancel the X Men and relaunch the entire line. Why? Why? Disney? Do you know what's going on in the X-Men? No, <laughs> Do you I care? don't. I don't. Nobody else really does either. So this is an effort from them to try to generate just clear some interest the slate. in the line. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they are currently working with Jonathan Hickman, who is famous for being a pretty good writer, also a very involved writer, doing these long-running sort of storylines, uh, is doing the X-Men currently. Um, yeah, he okay. 
kind of defected to DC for about 10 seconds uh, after his long run on Avengers. Okay. A lot of which his Avengers work has made it into the movies, films okay. and will probably be the basis of future films. Sure. Um, now he's back at Marvel. He's doing X-Men. So, yeah, I think that this is like laying the groundwork. Sure. Put, putting the bed down yep. to get ready for hopefully future uh, exciting films. show. Yeah, or, films and, yeah. and uh, Hulu storylines. Oh, boy. <laughs> X-Men on Hulu. Yeah, there you go. Uh, hopefully something good's going to be there. Uh, I guess we could wait to talk about this for Game of Thrones. We'll just do it now. Uh, people are pissed. People are pissed about uh-huh. uh, what we're going to talk about. Yes. We'll get there in a second. I am one of those people. Just to set that up, uh, they've started an online petition yep. uh, for HBO to, to redo, redo the last season. season. It's reached over a million signatures. Mm-hmm. Keep that not surprise me. Keep that up here. Keep yep. that in your mind. Yeah. As we move forward through our news, because the clock, the clock is always running. Oh. Running out of time. I'm so nervous. Uh, <laughs> Netflix and the CW have uh, ended their deal, or at least their deal will not be renewed. Yeah, right. The The shows that are on CW will no year. longer be on Netflix at some yes. point. Well, they won't. Yes, that's right. Yep. So from here on out, they're going to shop their shows out individually. Although I'd have to imagine okay. a large number of them will end up. On DC Universe. Well, yeah, whenever they get so that So this started. includes new shows, the mm-hmm. new uh, Katie Keene, Riverdale spinoff, uh, the new okay. Nancy Drew show. All right. And, of course, the new Batwoman series starring yes. Ruby Rose. Uh-huh. Uh, they will not be directly going to Netflix. Should we? Here's a good spot for us to talk. Oh, I, know I was going to just say that. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, to talk about the Batwoman trailer. Yes. Batwoman, what'd you think? Um, I thought it was pretty good. It was kind of long, really, for a trailer. I think it was like three or so many minutes long. Yeah, it's really like a series um, setup and introduction. It is. Um, I mean, it, it has like all the beats of like, you know, like her dad is somebody in like law enforcement or something like that. And he's trying to keep Gotham safe. And, Played by Gray Scott, I believe. Yeah. And yeah. then like her friend, her maybe sometimes. I, so again, I didn't get the names. Everything was kind of flashing around. Is yeah. that Maggie Sawyer? Is that. I don't no. Okay. They didn't make that is. clear. Um, if only we had a producer to look that up. Yeah, I know. I know Maggie Sawyer is a character on Supergirl. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, but her friend, sometimes lover, or maybe former lover, I don't know. It's not very clear. Somebody who sh- who's close to her gets kidnapped, and so she takes this kind of personally, and she wants to get involved. And, like, her dad is like, stay out of it, but she doesn't listen because she's rebellious and she's batman's cousin so she just kind of does whatever the heck she wants to do right uh she shows up at wayne manor and there's this one guy this only guy like trying to like hold down the fort wherever bruce is nobody knows where he is right um it to, to me it looks like they're doing uh girl batman exactly batwoman yes. i know i know it's literally batwoman yeah. but they took that literally it's not yes. It seems like the character setup is essentially the same. And More to less. be honest, I haven't been watching like Arrow. I don't know what they've already set up for Kate Kane. But sure. it's instead of her being like, well, I am also a bat person, but yeah. I do stuff. It's She's literally in the bat cave yes. in Wayne Manor wearing like a modified version well, she, of Batman's costume. Which right. I think, and you made the point, she's not going to have the hair? I think she will because she, she does, does in all the posters. I think what we see in this trailer of a... No hair, the, you know, full cowl, cowl yeah. is her 
this is from the pilot, like from the yes, first couple episodes I, I agree where with she's you. using like her cousin's tech and then later on makes her own stuff. Well, I actually rewatched it and oh. at the very, very end of the trailer, there's a flash of her with a red hair wig. So, yeah. but I, I didn't notice that before. But yeah, this is just the cowl. So I think you're right. I think it's the pilot. And I think maybe even by the end of the pilot or the next episode, some somewhere in there, she has the red wig. So You didn't Which say if you good. liked it or not. Um, I, I am cautiously optimistic, I guess. Um, it looks pretty good so far. Uh, I'm not, it's not really clear whether or not the blonde haired villain is her real sister. Um, she says something in the trailer about like, tell your dad something, something. Yeah. So I don't know if like maybe they're it, half siblings. It or... looks like they're doing the Greg Rekka stuff. Though, it does. From, yeah. It yeah. does. I hope <laughs> it's, it's so weird. It was never going to survive fully uh, transitionally to TV having a character just, you know, speaking in Lewis Carroll quotes. But well, right. I hope they don't screw it up too bad. I hope they don't either. Um, yeah, and as far as it all goes, I mean, it could be cool. We've talked more, we've talked a lot on this show about do it, cowards, make a Batman show. Yeah, right. And it looks like that's what they're doing with this. So yes. I'm, I'm cool on that. Um, I'm not a huge Ruby Rose fan, but I'm willing to give her a shot. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I I'll mean, probably check this out. It looks like she's owning the character. Yeah. Oh, 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 we got we to gotta keep moving. Okay, all right. Uh, Rick and Morty, season four, premiering in 2019. Okay. November of this year. Looking forward to it. Make the show! <laughs> Where's my sauce? Oh, my gosh. I'm looking forward to them mounting this problem and not being steamrolled by it just by fans. The, the perception of it having a very toxic fan base and yeah. just i don't know i feel like i'm over it oh you're over i'm not Rick excited and about okay. watching it and i hope that they get a hold of that and they've got what, seven more seasons or whatever yeah. to you're gonna have to do something you can't just keep doing the same thing right. Look at The Simpsons, look at Family Guy. Clearly you can. Yeah. I hope they decide to not do the same thing. Right, and take do something it in some different. Cool new direction, yeah. Hey, did you know that Chris Rock is rebooting Saw? Why? <laughs> Why, Chris Rock? That's what I would ask. Is he going to play Jigsaw or something? Please uh, yeah. tell me he plays somebody else. I don't know if he plays anybody. I'm sure he's in a producing oh, role. But oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. More on Something that. Something that nobody asked for, As but that's okay. Tries to kill you. Uh, okay. Hey, Sony announced that the new PlayStation, PlayStation Five, coming out November 2020. That's Price point? Okay. What is it? Five hundred dollars. Why? Is, no, that's good. Is it? How much is your phone? Well, oh, your phone. I you guess. have a crappy phone. How yeah. much is a phone? Like four hundred bucks. Five hundred. Yeah. Okay. Four hundred. Five hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No. No. This is. Like the NES in 1987 was $500 in 1987 money. Well, what was so the last PlayStation? This is amazingly cheap. Okay. It was around that. I thought it was like 300 or 350 Keep talking about how much you love the PlayStation. Uh, and well, I'll look up the launch price. I don't want to keep talking about it because I, I don't really know that much about it. And I'm We're working on it, guys. We're working on making um, her into a gamer. It's not I, quite getting there. Wow. Just um, yet. I mean, I guess I like it more than like. GameCube or whatever. all right, it was. Um, I think it was three ninety nine. Okay. So, right. I, I assume I, I that guess adjust for inflation. I don't know. Well, so the PS Pro, PS Four Pro, came out a year or two ago, I think, mm -hmm. and it was all in HD, and that was like you know more. That was like eight hundred, nine hundred bucks. Okay. At least initially, and I think that you have to assume all that technology 
will now be included. It's okay. not just an ad. Sure. So if you've got all the capabilities of the PS4 Pro plus next generation stuff that leads into a whole new another 10 years of games, mm-hmm. 500 bucks, I'd, I'd shell out for that. All right. Okay. Well, we're working on her. Still working on her. Let's All talk right. about our next celebrity death. Oh boy! Woo! Ding a ding a ding a ding a ding a ding. No, this is not a ding a ding a ding a ding. No, it's not. Uh, Doris Day has passed away at yes. the age of ninety-seven. Yeah. Somebody else who, at least in my estimation, um, I don't remember her doing a lot of stuff in recent uh, recently. years. Recently, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. I don't think she really did. Uh, no, but hasn't she released... was a a huge movie star. Yeah. For years, so she released an album in two thousand eleven. Really? Yes. Huh. Uh, at the age of 89. Wow. She became the her. oldest artist ever to score a UK top 10 hit. That's awesome. But her gap between her al- last album before that was the Love Album from 67. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Uh, really big star in the 60s. Yes. Uh, film star in the 60s. Yes. Uh, was in some really uh, great films. It's a huge romantic lead on film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Um, blonde bombshell, you know. Blonde bombshell. She was always a nice girl. Yeah, well, that's true. Really like a, I suppose not not a femme like fatale. Yeah, yeah, right, okay. right, right. But yeah, um, she was in a Hitchcock movie, Man Who Knew Too Much. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he liked blondes. Yeah, yeah, she did. She's <laughs> in great some, some great films with James Cagney and sure, yeah. It's kind of a screwball comedy type stuff. Yeah, so, excellent. Yeah. yeah. Um, gonna be missed. <laughs> gonna be missed. Yeah. Sure will. Uh, not the only one. Yeah, I know. Uh, we'll get to that in a bit. Oh, uh, moving on, uh, we're talking about Game of Thrones again. Yep. I haven't organized these stories. It's okay. Uh, it looks like the, uh, actually, we're not going to talk about Game of Thrones. We'll just save it all for the Game of Thrones. That segment. sounds it's dumb. Uh, the Goon. You know about The Goon? No, you I don't. know about The Goon. Eric Powell created a comic series called The Goon. Okay. Which, what is it? I don't know. It's weird. It's, um kind of like a mystery throwback um uh, kind of mike mignola guy fights monsters type okay. thing it's just really popular it's been like this kind of cult hit for a long time well it All looks right. like it will finally get greenlit for an adaptation uh after the disney fox m- merger oh okay it had okay. been in process for a while nobody seemed to be able to make it work or pull the trigger on it and although disney has cut a lot of Fox's projects that are yes. in process. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're going forward with the goon. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Okay. Well, if you don't have much to say about I, that. I don't. Let's keep going. <laughs> I know I have something to say about this. Okay. The, uh, the fact that Robert Pattinson is being tapped to play the Batman. Yes. Matt Reeves is the Batman. Uh, I'm actually okay with this. Um, I, I'm way more okay with this when I first heard that uh, – Ben Affleck was going to play Batman. I was not happy about that at all. He turned out to be okay. Uh, I don't think he was fantastic. Let's not kill the lily. But uh, okay, um, but I think Robert Pattinson. I think he's a good actor. I think he could pull off being the Batman. And who doesn't want to be the Batman? I think everybody does. So Ryan Gosling doesn't. Okay, you know they've asked him. Yeah, probably. They have to have. Um, but I, I think he has potential to do a really good job. What do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I could. Yeah, I won't go through a whole list because, of course, the clock, the clock is always running. Yes. So uh, we can't spend too much time talking about it. But uh, yeah, I think he is a vastly underrated actor. Mm-hmm. If you watch, not a great film necessarily, but if you watch, uh, Cosmopolis. Uh, mm-hmm. based on the DeLillo novel from 2012. He's 
playing Bruce Wayne, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, my only thing is that he's a little small. He's um, kind of a skinny guy, even though he can, yeah. you know, lots of muscles. Yeah. But, but I mean, he's look a little at, skinnier look at Michael than, Keaton, you know, yeah, I know. Um, George Clooney's not tall. Um, that's true. He'll put on, you know, 45 pounds of muscle and we'll be fine. But just, that's kind of the thing about Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne. It isn't the fact that <laughs> I hope you don't have a distinctive jaw and I hope <laughs> that uh, your glasses are very disguising. Right. It's the fact that these guys are like these mild mannered guys, but they're like six, three and like built. built. Yeah. Like if you ran into Clark Kent in an alley and it was dark you'd be like Ugh. you'd be like oh clark you <laughs> hayseed you scared the crap out of me right like, exactly these are big guys yeah yeah uh, and so having you know maybe you could have like a more live i see like he'd be a great nightwing i think oh yeah for sure um but like i said i think that he's a, a great actor i think that once the furor dies down and the fervor the urban fervor <laughs> dies down uh we can start to Sort of get into this, and yes. hopefully we've got a ledger situation in our hands. But you know, that's what not, I'm hoping too. Not the last five percent. Yeah. Okay. Of that situation. Right. Uh, apparently, his film will feature the Penguin and Catwoman. That's the bad news. Oh, creative! <laughs> I can't see anything good coming out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I know, know why we're doing that. No, why are we doing that again? But, but apparently, whatever. that's what's happening there. Let's go to our number three. Number three on the celebrity oh, death list. Yes. <laughs> You're laughing. Uh, Grumpy Cat has yes. gone to the great scratching post in the sky I'm at so the age of seven. I'm so sad about this. She was only seven. Yeah. Um, I think, wasn't it like a urinary tract? I don't know. It was, it, was, it was something she couldn't shake. It was some, you know, ailment that, you know, cats get, I think, fairly frequently. and But whatever reason, for whatever reason, she just couldn't shake it. And Yes. Um, and she died. And that's really sad. She was only seven, which I think is fairly young for a cat. That is young for a cat. Um, I know she had a lot of other kind of health issues. Um, yeah. Because, you know, her the way that she looked, it, it was, you know, there were reasons behind that. So, but clock, clock's I, I know, I know. Uh, we're going to miss Grumpy Cat. She was a meme legend. And uh, we're going to miss her so much. So. Yeah, um, <laughs> right up there with uh, Pikachu and Guy, who's got uh, AirPods in. Oh, my God, he can't hear us. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to our next story. Uh, looks like Kevin Feige has confirmed that there's somewhere, somewhere, we haven't seen it yet, there is a video of Luis recapping yes, the entire Yes, I have MCU heard universe. this, and uh, I would like that to be on YouTube now. Which means, yeah, and it'll probably be on a deleted scene or extra on a DVD I, I game maybe? or something yeah. yeah along with uh you know a previs scene of ant-man going inside thanos's butt oh my god just guessing <laughs> Great. well if they're listening to the fans i, I guess <laughs> i guess yeah uh let's move on from there uh, our last death and i've saved it for the last i don't think that this is worth less than grumpy cat no but this is the and so and so. In this case, it's uh, and Herman Wolk, who is a uh, world famous, amazing novelist, uh, mm-hmm. died at the age of 103, which is not too bad. Yes. And of course, uh, wrote the Kane Mutiny and uh, won the Pulitzer Prize for that. And right. Just too bad that he had to die on the same day as Grumpy Cat. It's right. a Farrah Fawcett and Michael Jackson situation. Yes. And I actually saw there there is some special on Farrah Fawcett for the 10-year anniversary of her passing that's coming out. Okay, good. Yeah. So That's news. Yeah. 
Uh, married to just this is just the thing I have to bring up when I can. Uh, sure? Married to the same woman since 1945 until her Impressive. death in 2011. So, okay. Yeah. Great yeah. guy. Wins a war. Wins a war. Great book. Okay. And our last story before we move on because that clock, the clock is just continually ticking. Yeah. We're running out of time. I'm so nervous. Uh, it looks like Hulu, the aforementioned Hulu, will be developing Stephen King's Eyes of the Dragon. I am not familiar with this story. Eyes of the Dragon is one of King's earliest novels. It is set in medieval times or sort of a medieval-ish world. Um, It's really the origin of uh, Walter Flagg or um, what's his name? The the walking dude. Hard case. The walking dude? Captain Trips. Flagg. I don't know who that is. Okay, well, Stephen King fans and I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, Yes, he... Plays a wizard or something like that. And it's sort of a <laughs> fantasy-esque world. Um, I think a lot of people are going to be looking for that Game of Thrones replacement now that Game of Thrones is gone. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, at, this seems like such a departure for King, but um, okay. No, departure. He wrote it in like he, 1981. What is his favorite yeah. first books? Okay. Still All in right. the Coke days. All right. Wow. That being said, and speaking of replacements for Game of Thrones, let's talk about some possible replacements for Game of Thrones. We already talked about Batwoman. Let's talk about... The new HBO show, His Dark Materials. Yes, let's. We um, got? Well, not Roll a whole up. lot. Um, it, it is a very quick trailer. It, it just basically uh, sets the stage for the story. Um, I did not see the uh, original film when it came out years ago, and I have not read the books. I'm embarrassed to say. Um, but it looks like it's going to be pretty fantastical, and uh, James McAvoy is very menacing with his voiceover um (laughs) and you mentioned that the young girl in it is actually the same uh actress yeah who for from uh uh what's the wolverine film called logan logan thank you um yeah so that's exciting i thought she would she did a wonderful job in that so i'm excited to see her in this um what did you think i thought it looks good Yes. I think that if you want to remake something, you remake something that didn't work the first time. And this right. is that. Yes. But usually you do something vastly different. Mm-hmm. This looks a lot like that 2007 movie, The Golden no, Compass. You're, you're right. And there's certain things you can't change. Right. What we've seen, yeah, it just looks like a lot of the same elements are there. You know, we're in the canals and Oxford and longboats and we don't, there are some people called the Egyptians. There's a lot of like analogs that are like, all right, Phil, you, you could have stretched it a little more, but I see what <laughs> you're doing. They live yeah. in an alternate universe that's very similar to our own. Yeah. Uh, they're clearly in the, the the Arctic at some point. Yes. We see polar bears. We see really um, the second call you make after Sam Elliott, Lin-Manuel Miranda as Lee Scoresby. Something we don't <laughs> see a lot of is the demons, the animals. No, we don't. Um, so I'm hoping that they really nail that. Because that's really important in that universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's eight episodes. It's been renewed for another eight episodes. So it looks like they'll probably get to get into the second book, which is much different than the first book. Sure. And I hope they really step on it. I hope they, you know, HBO has no problem saying, oh, there's no God. Right? Right, right. <laughs> so so I hope they really step on it and we uh, we get something good out of it. I, I know there's so a lot too. of talent in it. Yeah. Yeah, Ruth Wilson, Wilson is also in it, and I think she does a great job. She's so. not playing her grandmother? No, apparently not. So that really probably blew you a away good thing. when yeah. I told you about that. I, I know. Mrs. Wilson. Yes. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I guess that's the end of that, right? Yeah, we got to keep, keep moving. moving. Yeah, it looks like we're going on to our next thing. It is, we're talking about What We Left Behind, the uh, documentary that is the 25th anniversary. Mm. 
of I don't DS9. Know. You didn't ask me that. But it probably is. Um, uh, it was created by, well, the show was written by and produced by Ira Stephen Bear, and he is one of the guys, along with David Zappone, who directed the doc. Yes. It is a look back at the series Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all kickstarted or Indiegogo'd or whatever it was. Right. Uh, and By so fans. they've all got their copies. Um, I don't think it. You know, this is the, its version of a theatrical release. It didn't mm-hmm. get a theatrical release, mm-hmm. but it got a Fathom event. Yes. And so that's uh, where we saw it. Uh, mm-hmm. What'd you think? I really enjoyed it. I thought they did an excellent job of uh, recapping and just talking about what it was like working on the show. I I thought it was really uh, interesting and, and great. I mean, they really interviewed. Um, the majority of the actors that were on the show, Um, uh, even if they had, you know, somewhat smaller parts. There's one part where one of the casting directors uh, talks about all the people that they had and the fact that the show was nine principal actors, but it was also this Simpson-esque amount of people. And they named off like the 50 people who were all essentially on hold who could appear on any episode at any time. And And Jeffrey Combs was named three times because he played three different characters. And they actually interviewed um, a lot of those people, and they yes. didn't make it into the dock because yes. of time. It was about it was a little over 90 minutes, you yeah. know, around two hours long. That was my complaint. I'm, not, I'm giving complaints instead of uh, compliments because it was great. It was fantastic. Like the second it starts and Max Grudenchik is singing I, know. I Left My Heart on DS9, I'm yeah. like, okay, this is going to be tough to get through. Yeah. Uh, just, I would have wanted more. I'm sure there is more. I'm sure on there's the a DVD, lot more probably. on the DVD because why would you throw any of that stuff out? Right. So I can't wait to get my hands on that and see the extra interviews yes. and features. And there's at the in the very end of the credits, uh, Ira and uh, Nana Visitor uh, plays uh, Kieran Norris comes out yes. and they're sort of talking over the credits and they're like, "Well, you guys didn't cover this and that and this," and he's like, "We did. We had to cut it out, so it's all on the DVD." So yeah. Um, I thought that they did a good job of hitting all the major points, which is nobody thought we could succeed. We did. Right. Uh, everybody thought that it was not a good idea to not be on a ship. Right. And to do serialization. Right. And now that's any, all anybody talks about. Yes. Everybody thought that we were pushing the envelope in terms of um, talking about religion, talking about race, uh, talking about sex, which we didn't do enough. Yes. Uh, and sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. And yet that's... That's a feature and not a bug. Like that's what right. people come and for and remember. Yes. So um, is it like part victory lap, part uh, you know reunion, uh, sort yeah. of loving reunion? I would, um, I would definitely say so. Yeah. Um, it was it was really like heartwarming to see. Um, I I I was amazed that they uh, were able to talk to Avery Brooks. So that was yeah. great. Somehow um, they worked that out. Yeah, yeah. Or got some archival footage. Right, exactly. And Talking to him is like talking to a jazz man or whatever <laughs> Everybody <it was. laughs> said that. That was so funny. And he's like, dig? Yeah. Um, Terry Farrell said her piece about why she, she felt like she wasn't appreciated. If and... you know anything about the show, you know that there are so many sort of hanging threads about things yes. like that. And the way that they – that's, again, that's kind of a complaint is that they touch them all, but – do they really go as yeah. deep as they could have? They kind of know? introduced at the beginning the, the idea that it was um, these stories are going to contradict each other because this is an oral history. And right. there was like one or two examples where you literally had two different people saying it was this. No, it was this. 
Right. But otherwise, they didn't really get into that. And Armin Schubermann is like, it's Rashomon. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't really Rashomon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything Anyways, else? Would anybody um, who has nothing knows nothing about DS9 enjoy this? Is it only for fans? Um, it's entirely possible that you would enjoy it. I would hope that you have some experience, though, because I think you get, like, watching Endgame, I think it, the more, <laughs> like, you know, if you hadn't seen any of the other uh, films... Uh, yeah. Wrap it up, wrap it up. Uh, um, we, we, you know, you have to see like some of at least some of the episodes to understand what they're talking about and to enjoy it well, more. I would guess so. Okay, so yeah, check that out. Available soon uh, this fall, I believe. Or, or is it okay? On Blu-ray. Yes. Yeah. Um, on Amazon, you can go check it out. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, receipts. Receipts. What are you reading? What are you doing? Uh, well, I saw this movie called Ingrid Goes West. I've heard of that. Yes. Um, it stars Aubrey Plaza, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, um, Kurt Russell's kid. <laughs> I can't remember his name. You have a name, but um, sorry. Yeah. Uh, who's in Lodge, uh, what is it, 49? We gotta go. Come okay, on, come great. On, come on. Um, it's, it's about a young woman who's lost her mother. She ha- She's somewhat mentally unstable. Um and uh, she decides her mom leaves her money. She decides to go west to California with, to so she can be close to her latest obs- Instagram obsession, played by Elizabeth Olsen. This is the Instagram movie. Yes. You think yes. Instagram is like sure? Yeah. What do you need from us? Yeah, I don't know that they were because <laughs> yeah, it's not necessarily <laughs> super positive. No. So she's like obsessed with her, and she somehow she works her way into being her friend, and they're hanging out and. Uh, it, it gets really complicated, but I think you said, and the movie even says single white female, so <laughs> it's like a modern-day single white female. Yeah. So Would you recommend it? Yeah, I would. Um, the ending's a little... I, I don't feel like they stuck the landing as much as they could have. I, I wasn't really sure what the movie was trying to say at the end of it. And it doesn't I, advocate for the destruction of Instagram. No, it doesn't. Well, then it's not a good ending. And and, and I don't think that they really um, treated her mental illness as as um, uh, with as much respect as they should have. Awesome. So, I am rereading League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, wow. Ask me why. Why? I don't know. Okay. And by reading, I mean I'm reading the comic parts. And I'm going to save the text parts for later. Let's okay. just say that. Like any good wow. Alan Moore work, there's some uh, great fluid comic storytelling. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, it's time to read a book. Yeah. <laughs> and, right, right. Uh, maybe I don't have my glasses, but I'm just kind of leaving those parts to, oh, I'll come back to them. Right. But I'm trying to get a feel of the flow of the story. Because Without it's almost over. Bits. The yeah. last issue uh, comes out this month, I think. The last oh. issue ever of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Well, is that... The end of the saga comes out. Is that maybe why you decided to reread it? Like, subconsciously or something? Yeah, I guess. Wow. <laughs> it's also good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe not. Maybe not? We'll have to talk about it. Oh. We'll do it on the show. Okay. We'll talk about it on the show. All right. Uh, oh, no. We gotta, we gotta keep going. Okay. We have to keep going. Uh, it's that time. Talk about the bells. The... So I watch this uh, YouTube channel called Alt Shift X, okay. which is like cut command or what is Alt Shift X? Is I don't that know an what Apple that command? Is. I don't know. I don't know my commands well enough. Anyway, they do these really good like uh, dissections of TV shows, and recently they've done a lot of Game of Thrones stuff, of course. Sure. And so their Game of Thrones guy, 
every the beginning of every episode, he always says like, "Game of Thrones season eight episode five is a tale of you know," and it just has a certain way that he says it. Uh huh. Makes sense to the two people possibly listening to this who also listen to those. So anyway, yeah. say something that has not been said by everybody else. In these five minutes we spend. Oh on my Game god! Of I don't know. That's really hard. Um, well, say your impressions, but don't just describe what happens. Um, Danny goes nuts. She somehow breaks and snaps, and, and it's really unclear. Like even within the the containment of this single episode, it is not clear enough to me on her face. That she has made this decision that I am um, going I to. I She burned the slavers and marine, and she burned uh, this guy, and she burned uh, the Tarleys, and so I mean, you yeah, it was coming. You just weren't paying attention. No, uh, do you remember when like one of her dragons like killed a kid, and then she locked her dragons up because yeah, but she she's was crazy. like, she's crazy. We said she's crazy. She she has not been crazy or shown signs of craziness or mental instability. I saw something that said it was a good point that foreshadowing is not characterization. Yeah. So you can put one line in somewhere about something, have a character act in a totally different way, and then hit a certain point and just do what you want them to do so the story can con- continue. And mm-hmm. that is unmotivated right. action. Yes. And and it seems unmotivated. Like I I don't know what why why she decides I'm gonna like burn all these innocent people. Why doesn't because she D&D just go for Cersei? I know. D&D hate women. I know. But yeah. why doesn't she just go and barbecue Cersei and be done with it? She didn't know where she was, even though she was standing right on the in the window in <laughs> yeah, like refinery. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I I just it's incredibly infuriating and frustrating, and I feel like they have tarnished this character that they have built up and advanced for like so long in to me it proves that there was never any point like i always i never it? liked any of danny's storylines i know that you've got a character that's it's like running a <clears throat> it's like running a literal dungeons and dragons dnd game mm-hmm. where you've got one character that for whatever reason gets separated from the rest of the pack and so right. they're kind of doing their own thing and right. you agree as a game master to let them run their own side thing but it doesn't matter. The rest of the players don't really care what they're doing. You should just have everybody together. Right. And so for six or so seasons, five, six seasons, she's off on her own doing not interesting things. That's true. With actors who are clear, like Ed Scream. Like they're just literally people that they're just bringing in to for two episodes because they're going to get barbecued by Danny. So that you don't have the charismatic, well, uh, or good actors that you have back in the Westeros plots mm-hmm. or Westerosi plots. And so I never cared. I never gave two shits about anything that Danny did, but I thought it's important because she's learning to, to rule be a good and leader. she's learning yes. to, make, to make big sacrifices. And it's like, no, now she's just here, and we need somebody to for John to kill so he can take the throne. There we go. I know. I think Arya is going to. Where's try my to boo button? Her. No, that's a jaguar button. But anyway, <laughs> I think Arya is going to try to kill her personally. Oh yeah. It's gonna, um, yeah, she's going to be her on Tyrion's shoulders uh, in a trench coat wearing yes. Grey Worm's face. Knock, yes. knock. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I, I think, you know, there'll be people fighting to kill her, so, um, which is sad and upsetting. I think we should sign a petition to see it. No, I don't know. It's just I like, know. it's it's disappointing. It's, it's hard to end things. It's very disappointing. You clearly knew that you were going here, 
and you thought her being jealous that people like John more and than they her, fear her was enough motivation for her to go, screw it, I'm going to kill 200,000 people. I know. <laughs> but I have to say one other thing. I was not happy with how Cersei and Jamie died in this either. I thought that both of them deserved better oh, deaths than this. For Game of Thrones, by the way. Yeah. I, I thought that they deserved better deaths than this. I mean, they're literally crushed by the castle. Like, really? Really? Well, she's crushed. It's a metaphor. You don't get the metaphor? She wanted to hold on to the castle, and now she's got it. I got the metaphor. I just thought it was stupid. <laughs> no, I can understand something I think is stupid. Right. It's actually easier to understand. Yeah. I think that it's bad storytelling. I think mm-hmm. it's also bad news for lovers of the books, because George R. R. Martin has always been interested not in shining unblemished characters but people who need redemption and honestly asking whether you can get redemption Mm -hmm. maybe the answer is no right i'm not sure that he intended for the answer to be no across the board nobody is redeemed right cersei dies scared and while she's with the other guy who thought he had got a new life and didn't the mountain is killed by the hound who Tells Arya that she can walk away, and she could have just said, and so can you. Let's yeah, go start could've. that spinoff. Right. Why do you have to do this? Right. You are just throwing your life away. Right. Brother Ray, you know, who was mercilessly slaughtered by some assholes, but, like, was trying to teach you that you could do something different. So why not you? Yeah. Right. I, I, for me, this is like this – the whole thing between – Arya and the and the Hound, which seems anticlimactic because you'd like Arya to get in there and, and why'd she come all this way to right. just turn around? Right. But for me, that is the kind of motivated ending that we're looking for after seven seasons. Not them together, but seven seasons of a show where they're bouncing off of each other mm-hmm. and they hate each other and they leave each other to die and they're going to kill each other or not. We finally get to this point where they have developed this bond enough for him to go, look, you know that I don't care about anything i'm not like a mushy person but you you have to leave here you will die if you stay right right and i don't want that for you as your murder dad right right that is something that we have been waiting for this entire time i agree and sure the action side of it we don't get to see her like split kick like two guys or something like that but it's it makes sense for her seeing him as her murder dad for him to go yeah don't do this go don't do what i'm doing right and she's like yeah, all right, fine, fine. Like, convince me. That's the best thing that he's ever done in his yes. life. Like, if you think about, like, what did the Lord of Light bring Beric back seven times for so he could just stand in a doorway so she can kill the Night King? For sure, whatever. Right. But, like, that's why the Hound has been here. He has been here. His whole life has been leading up to this point where he could save this girl who is going right. to go on and do better things. Right. And the Lord of Light wasn't even asked about it. Right, exactly. Like, that's good storytelling. Yes. But unfortunately... It's not missing a lot I know. in the uh, rest of the uh, episode. No, oh no! What? He can't hear us. He's got AirPods with the 24 beeper in. Oh my gosh. we got to no. move on. Okay. All right. You recommend? People um, are going to watch it anyway. Who cares? <laughs> yes, even though I, I feel like season eight is letting us down. Yeah. Um, I, and I really do blame D&D for this because they, they, they just... Your parents are right. D&D is uh, bad. Apparently, no. I mean, apparently they just, they, they don't care. Or like you said, they want to just get to their Star Wars stuff. I don't know. Um, I just wish they had given us better writing, 
and had continued um, to write for the characters instead of write Damn the it. plot. We're running out of time. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, let's get to our feature. All right. Which should not be rushed through, but we've got a leisurely 10 minutes to talk about it. And okay. So I feel like that we can really get it done. All right. Uh, we're talking about a movie called Four Months, Three Weeks, and Two Days. Yes. Which came out in 2007. Mm-hmm. It's a Romanian art film, although I would challenge, is there a Transformers? <laughs> is there, are there Romanian right. action films? Right. I don't Aren't know. Aren't all Romanian films art films yeah. at this point? But it is a quote-unquote art film written and directed by Christian Mungiu, and it uh, was uh, at Cannes, yes. at its premiere, and it won the Palme, Palme d'Or, d'Or at yep. Cannes, which is basically like, eh, it's the best film. It's right. the best film at Cannes in 2007. Um, this is the Romanian, so uh, I apologize. But it stars Adi Caraleanu and Lumenita Georgiou. Seems pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, pretty good to me. In the I, you know. star, no, no, please, <laughs> uh, just like you, uh, in the starring roles. Uh, what happens in this film? Um, this film is about a, two college students. Um, one of them has gotten pregnant. In uh, this is during the time in Romania where uh, abortions were illegal. 1987. Yes, uh, and um, I think contraception was also illegal or not made readily available at this time i didn't quite get the particulars there but it is a uh religious country Mm -hmm. um as much as you can be under the auspices of you know the communist party but it's a sort of fit in like state religion type thing so yeah i bet it would be pretty tough to get that kind of stuff yeah so one of them has gotten pregnant and they have contacted this guy who does uh illegal abortions <laughs> and uh this is i don't know if this is a romanian name but his name was baby so he yeah, was like dr baby i know why don't you just call just... yourself captain abortion i know it's pretty bad <laughs> uh is mr dead fetus here yeah. i've been looking for this guy <laughs> yeah um so it's more or less takes place in the it's a, it's one day. The film takes place over one day. Or is it two days? Is it two? It's probably just one day. I think it's one. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, so there, you know, the one girl is helping the other one uh, throughout this process, and they have to get a hotel room, and you know that doesn't go as well as which it isn't could've. just like pulling into Motel Six and being like, "What's up? Here's my credit card." Right. Like, it's. You get the idea, because I've never really thought about this before, or since I've read a Tom Clancy book, I guess, but how does the state police work? Like, who are the Romanian state police? The secretariat or whatever they were. Like, Mm -hmm. they were some of, like, the worst in the Eastern Bloc countries. Mm -hmm. And it isn't like the hotel is working for the state police. No. But if you do something, if you break some law, it's like the lady calling the cops on a kid selling water or something like that. Like right. when the cops show up, it isn't just like de-escalate, de-escalate. Why don't you just give the guy what he's looking for type thing? They're the secret police. Right. And as soon as the secret police come and they run your papers and they're fake papers or they're expired, you go to prison. Right. So even piss- pissing off a uh, hotel clerk could be Bad news. in a gulag tomorrow. Yeah yeah. 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 And there's all these rules about, having to like leave your ID with them and yes. you know she doesn't have an ID that's kind of like a really big problem and she has yeah. to kind of skirt around that by kind of bribing the clerk with some cigarettes and so there's this constant there's a lot of like mundane everyday life 
things that happen in the movie. It's just following these two girls. But mm-hmm. there's this underlying uh, air of tension yes. um, that has nothing to do with the soundtrack, which is extremely minimal, or you know, somebody pointing a gun at you. Like You just know that this could get bad real fast. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I think it does in a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. great. It gets about as bad as it could. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, so, I, I, you know, I think the, the, the friend who's not having the abortion, you know, feels like by the end of it, like a little bit like, like she's a little pissed at her friend who had the abortion because she kind of lied a little bit to the guy. Like, she said that she was her sister, and she wasn't. She's the roommate. Yeah. Uh, and she said she was for, uh, uh, she told the guy that she was only like two months along. And she said, right. Well, that was true when I called you, but now I'm three months. And then she was like, Well, maybe I could actually be four months. Right. And, and it just gets tenser and tenser when he's meeting them at the at the hotel. Mr. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's that thing where there's a lot of things going on in this movie just in terms of the um, the characters relationships mm-hmm. with each other. Yes. And the sort of tensions, but like the deceptions and yeah, it's like her. For, so she uh, Otilia or, or something is yeah. like the main character's name. Mm-hmm. And then her friend Gabita is yes. the girl who's getting the abortion and it's she's helping her friend which is great um but at the same time it's like this super unreliable friend so if yeah. you've ever got an illegal abortion if you've ever like i don't know set up a thing where it's like we want to get some let's say we want to get some tickets uh, in the rush line for a show sure so i need you need to be there at six thirty on the dot because that's when the box office opens yes i'll meet you there Right. We'll get in line. You know, you you're paying for them, so you bring bring the money. We get in line. We wait, see what they've got for the tickets. You need all these plans to, or yes. these steps in this plan to come off. Yes. And Gabita is not the kind of person that can handle that kind of thing. No. And so every single point, we find out that there's something else that she's forgotten or screwed up, and she's the one that needs the help. Yes. And we go through the whole thing, and it all works out. Spoil semi spoilers. Yeah. And she's just like whatever. It's like thanks, French. Yeah, I know. I'm putting my life on the line for you. Right, because any one of them could and go that's to jail. All. Yeah. What do you think about Mr. Baby? I thought he was kind of a jerk. Um, yeah. And I think he took advantage of these two young girls. Yes, he did. And, um, yeah, didn't like him. Even though, like, he is maybe doing something um I thought that he noble, was an interesting. But well, I thought it was, he was a very complicated character. Um, who is half monster and half yes. saint because he clearly believes, sure, he's getting paid. Yeah. Not just in money. Right. But he's somebody who clearly believes that women deserve this and look what they have to go through because it is not available and it's illegal. Right. Um, but he's also somebody who is absolutely uh, taking advantage of his the power that he has in that situation yeah. in a horrifying way. Yeah. I agree. Um, we should have had more than 10 minutes. Oh. Uh, final thoughts um, about this film. Well, it, uh, one thing I thought was interesting, which was obviously a directorial choice, is um, sometimes the camera would focus on only one character or a couple characters, and then a character would be talking off screen, and we wouldn't see them at all. We just kind of see Very the reaction. Long takes. Yeah. It's a cinema verite. 
Yeah. Uh, and very, very long takes, um, about as long as you could get with whatever medium they were working with. Mm-hmm. And there would be subtle or just quick sort of changes. So yes. it's all shot from one angle. They're talking to Gabita, who's not even on frame, yeah. about this thing, and they're isolated. And then one p- person will stand up in like a natural kind of transition. It's very much like a play in that way, Yeah, um, a lot of the dialogue. And then it's like, okay, now we're going to switch to this next thing. Or somebody goes to the bathroom. Okay, now we're in the bathroom. Yeah, You didn't even mention the um, sort of socioeconomic um, uh, uh, sort of exploration in that like – um, Otelia's like boyfriend uh, has um, lends her money for this procedure, mm-hmm. and then he like basically <laughs> clearly doesn't understand what she's going through. But no, she's trying to keep it a secret because this is legal. Like he says, "Oh, come to my mom's birthday party." She's like, "My friend's having an abortion." Yeah. I didn't say right. So she goes to this thing, and it's clear that he comes from like a more well-off family. It's like this dinner party. Everybody there is a doctor or a chemist, which they say is like a pharmacist. Sure. Um, And they're talking about how kids have no respect these days. But they've totally accepted, like, the regime because she is also studying to be – She uh, said tech. Yeah, a tech or something like that. But I guess just because the way the government works, you're just assigned wherever. So Mm -hmm. if you get assigned to – work work in the boonies right it's goodbye right and but the parents kind of accept that but it's clear that she doesn't like that fact and her boyfriend is mad at her because he's just making these stupid you know young man demands on her right and she makes the point to him of like you're not taking this seriously we have sex all the time and you don't even think about whether the consequences if i got pregnant what would happen i would be going through this horrible thing right and walking the streets late at night trying to get rid of like a fetus so right yeah um i actually so this is um how many years away i know i know how many years away are, are we from this? I, I i don't know i really hope this is not something that happens in the u.s um i i'm this really is, that's a knock knock i'm sound. really nervous about this wood. um i actually read an article about uh romania during this time in which oh in 1989 everything changed right they, ventilated Ceausescu and his wife which is like was she part of the government or I don't know guilt by association and turn things around and Romania is doing a lot better now yeah uh, they still have a lot of problems with um, just economic disparity and uh, child poverty and stuff like that but yeah things are better well during this time I guess there was a, a you know a lot of women passed away because of illegal abortions yeah. and there were a lot of children in orphanages that were not um, great yeah. Um, and you can environments. Yep, go on YouTube. You can find R- Romanian uh, orphan was like a shorthand for like <laughs> problems. Yeah, problems. Uh, so anyway, uh, would you recommend the movie? Uh, I would. Yes. Me too. Definitely. It's horrible. Yeah. Well, that's it for our show. Thanks for joining us. I think we did it. We got it in under the wire. Uh, if you can go to YouTube. We are on YouTube, actually. Yeah, yeah go to are. YouTube. Go to Facebook. Go to, uh, where else are we? Uh, Twitter. Um, we're on all those places. Apple Search Podcasts. for Just Enough Trope. Yeah. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts. Go there. Subscribe to the show. Uh, go to Google Podcasts as well. Yes. Uh, Stitcher, Acast, all those great places. Subscribe to the show. Give us a review. We want to hear how you think we're doing. Give us a rating, because at the very least, that tells that algorithm that you're listening. We can get our message out there. And our message is... Um, uh... Robert Pattinson could be a good Batman. Where our message is Robert Pattinson could be a good Batman. So yeah. give us five shovel faces. That's what we need for. No, I don't know. Uh, give us uh, five stars. 
uh, and we'd appreciate that. Uh, I think we did it. I think we did. A full I'm amazed. Success. Yes. Amazed. We were never not going to pull it off. I guess. Um, I, I, I think we owe it largely to you for keeping us on track. Uh, we actually have a little bit of time left. What would you like to say to people out there? Uh, um, I, geez, what would I like to say? Um, uh, this is bad. Um, I, I would, I would like to say that, um, you know, you, you can't, uh, you can't illegalize abortions and birth control at the same time. Um, you know, birth control prevents abortions. Um, and uh, I'd like to say, damn it, Chloe! <laughs> oh my gosh.